Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk to the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, joined today by Mother Spence. What's up, guys? Today's episode is going to be a look back on 2019. I know we're at this point, we're about halfway through January. But, you know, I kind of like, I'd like the year to end before we start talking about the year. You know, I don't like these lists that come out second week of December and act like the year is over. You got to wait for it to yeah. end. <laughs> so, Get some time to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the way that we are going to do this, we chose our top three games of the year just because it felt like a good number to not be here for forever and also to talk about things that we really, really, truly enjoyed. Uh, we're going to put a time limit on how long we're allowed to talk for those things though. So we don't yes. ramble forever and ever and ever. Yes. And so <laughs> what we did was we picked out a really dumb sounding uh, timer that's going to go off when we're done. Sounds like this. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. So has. Yeah, I'm sure someone okay. out there has it as their ringtone or something. It's one of the default iPhone sounds. So, oh god, sorry if you like that one, but I think it's weird. Uh, so anyway, so we're gonna, we're going to go through that. We're going to start off talking about any honorable mentions that we have, and then get into our top lists. So yes, um, I quick I guess want to just say like what my approach to doing this was. I don't know if you have any things that you want to mention like that, but basically when making my list. So I actually every year keep a list of every game that I've played. And in the past, I've used that like for this kind of discussion or just to talk about things when recommending them to people. But this year I decided, even though I made that list, I didn't want to use it to come up with what my top games were. I wanted to just spend time trying to remember what it was that I liked and see what games were still sitting with me. You know, I didn't want to pick something that jumped off the list and was like, oh, that's right, that game was really good you know, or that game was really influential or everybody was talking about that game. I should use that one. I just wanted to stick with stuff that I feel like beyond 2019, I'm still going to be talking about, still going to want to revisit in the future. So that's how I approached my list. Did you have anything similar? Yeah. So, so basically I didn't, I didn't even bother like looking at what games I own or like really thinking about it too deep. I was Mm -hmm. I was really trying to think of what's fresh on my mind about what was good right, okay. during the year. So, and it's funny because I don't know if you had said this, but we have very similar lists. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Mentioning. Basically our list ended up being almost identical. Um, I mean, with only yes. three games, there's not a lot of room for variation there, but yeah, two of the three are yeah. the on each of our lists. So <laughs> one's pretty obvious. I think, I think at least one. Well, I mean, I think anybody who's followed us for the year would maybe be able Assume to Assume probably both of them, yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, before, you know, we waffle a little bit too much, um, let's quick run through our honorable, honorable mentions. Um, I guess I can go first. I'm just going to throw two minutes on the clock, and I have four games I just want to shout out really fast. Um, Do it. Say as much as I feel like saying, well, I think I still have time for them. Uh, so the four games are... The Messenger, Control, Final Fantasy XII, Zodiac Age, and Tangle Tower. Uh, real quick, so The Messenger uh, is, is on the list because it came out last year, actually, or 2018 originally. Uh, I did not play it until 2019, though. 
but it's like a you know retro action platformer basically like ninja gaiden you know redux um it's got some of the best movement in any game that i've ever played before um, so i like that one quite a bit control i uh, didn't finish if i'd finished it it might have made my list uh basically sci-fi third person action adventure game um it kind of it tricks you into thinking it's going to be like a third person shooter from the beginning, but actually you end up getting like psychic powers uh, as it goes on and uh, you use them in combat. It's got a really just bonkers wild story. Like the, just the sort of story ideas and concepts in this thing are just like outrageous and crazy. Uh, the whole thing takes place in basically like, like the men in black FBI federal building basically uh, if you can imagine, it's it, like a government agency that deals with paranormal junk, um, and it's really awesome. Uh, Final Fantasy XII gets a shout out just because it's like the perfect version of a game that I've played before. Um, I played it on Switch. If you are interested in that game at all, play it on Switch. It, it has a lot of like quality of life improvements that I think make it a lot easier for people to get into, especially tweaks to the job system um, that I think make it a lot easier to get into. You know, it's not as you don't have to lock yourself into decisions the way you had to in the original version of the game. Um, so definitely check that one out if you're interested. The battle system aged surprisingly well. That was very controversial when it came out, but it, I think uh, in this day and age, it's great. Uh, finally, Tangle Tower. I don't know how much time I have left. Uh, I played that game on Apple Arcade. It's like a point-and-click adventure game. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, I finished this sentence. Uh, Tangle Tower, point-and-click adventure game. Uh, it's like a murder mystery. Uh, it's a little too short. If it had been a little bit longer, if I'd been able to live in that world longer, maybe it would have been top, higher on my list. Uh, but it's really great. And it's on, I think, everything now, too. It's not just on Apple Arcade by itself anymore. So check it out. And that's me. Okay. You got a couple? Yeah. Uh, I got maybe one or two. I don't, okay. I don't really I don't really have that many just because, like I said, I can't even remember how many games I completed this year. Uh, well, how about this? Well, I'll, I'll put, I'll start the timer for you, and you can say as much as you think you want to say. <laughs> Ready? Sure. All right, here you go. <laughs> All right. So my first one that I had originally thought of was Devil May Cry Five, um, mainly because I had just been playing Devil May Cry Four. Uh, super fun. The mechanics feel super smooth. Graphics look great. Uh, the fact that you can play different characters is super awesome. Um, like I said, combat, super smooth. Um, story very is very compelling as well. Unlike, I mean, for four, I didn't get that, but five, I definitely did. Uh, another one, I don't, I don't even know if this came out last year or not, but the Spyro Reignited trilogy, mm -hmm. I got it in November um and I Switch I, came out last year so that counts yeah that's that's the one that i played so i i steamrolled through the first game and 120 percent of it uh collected literally everything in the game mm -hmm. um and i'm still just having a blast with it um i guess another honorable mention just because i also got it last year is diablo 3 on switch um i've been playing that a lot recently as well um, it actually controls pretty well. I'm I'm very ashamed to say that. I don't I don't think Diablo should be played on a on a controller, but it, it is fun for couch co-op. Right. Um, and it is fun to be able to play the story on you know a big TV, I guess. So 
That's about it. I don't really have any other honorable mentions. And we had 20-ish seconds left. That means I'm safe from the timer. Nice. No. That's great. We will should have come up with a way to save time or, or pass it forward. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard good things about the uh, Diablo 3 console versions that they were yeah. surprisingly, basically like you said, everybody's like, well, I didn't know you could do this. It is, yeah. It's surprisingly good. Cool. Okay, so we're going to talk about the top games now. Yes. And what we're going to do is, since there's some overlap, we're just going to both say what our top three are, like our personal rankings of those games. Um, and then we're going to sort of just talk about them uh, versus me saying my number three, which is Spence's number one. And we have to talk about it twice, you know? Um, so that said, remember, these are our personal lists. So before you jump into the comments and tell us that our, our lists are trash, listen to our reasons <laughs> for why they are our personal lists. And hopefully, even if you don't agree, uh, you can maybe at least understand why we made those choices. Okay, so absolutely, I'm just going to rattle mine off now. Uh, <laughs> coming to number three for me was Pokemon Sword. Number two was Fire Emblem Three Houses, which some may recall I had proclaimed was probably going to be my game of the year at the time that I played it. So we'll get to that. Because my number one is actually Kingdom Hearts 3. From the beginning of 2019, that one stuck around. So that's my list. Spence, let's hear yours, and then we'll start talking. So before I do say mine, I do want to mention that if I had finished or progressed through Fire Emblem more, it Mm -hmm. probably would have been on my list. (laughs) But because I got... Yeah. But because I got really lazy with it, uh, it's not appearing on my list. Um, surprisingly, my number three is actually a mobile game. It's it's COD Mobile. Uh, I told Alex, and I was like, I'm kind of ashamed of that because it's a mobile game. But I just can't help it. I'm still playing it. I've been playing it for months since it came out. And it, and it really just is going to stick around for a while. So uh, that's my reason. But. The uh, number two would be, what did I say? Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is my number two. And then number one would be Pokemon Sword. So we had two overlap. Two overlaps, yep. In slightly different orders. That's okay. Yeah. That's all fun. So let's talk about Pokemon first. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to put, I don't know, four minutes, five minutes? What do you think? Um, five minutes on the clock should be good. We're both going to be talking about it. Yeah, because you went for for two minutes. So. And I sped through. Yeah. So let's do what we could do. (laughs) No, we should be good with five. That should be. Remember? Okay. Yeah. All right. Then I'll let you start then (laughs) so that I don't take it. That's true. Okay. And here we go. So tell me about Pokemon Sword. Pokemon Sword is hands down now that I finished the game, you know, my favorite Pokemon game I've played mm-hmm. ever. And that's a bold statement, right? There's okay, a lot of people and say that uh sure. Um I actually haven't finished Pokemon Sword yet. I'm at the Elite Four and mm. have just been procrastinating. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to mention that since I said that I didn't want to put control on my list since I hadn't finished it. Um but I I wanted to make sure I put Pokemon Sword because of the fact that 
I've been procrastinating, you know, so I've, 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 the game lets me do that, you know, which I really like. So anyway, back to what you're saying, yeah. favorite Pokemon game. It is full open world. Uh, you know, you've got the wild area. It's massive. It's, it's all interactive. You, you know, you got the, you can control the camera. You got a compelling story, fun battles, awesome uh, graphics when it comes to uh, like the animations for mm-hmm. the attacks, especially in Dynamaxing. Love Dynamaxing, super cool feature. Um, the fact that it's back to the gyms, I really love the gym challenges. Right. Yeah. Um, the fact that it adds it's something really to the gym, it, it it was super creative. I thought it was awesome. It it really felt good in the game too like it belonged in the game um and just all the new pokemon were actually pretty cool i'm not gonna lie so they did really good this year and i i hope that the the coming games are going to be as good as this right yeah my hope with that would be that they don't try to reinvent the wheel again after this one that they iterate on right. stuff like the wild area exactly because i ended up like falling like so deep into that you know like i will exactly ride between different dens trying to catch gigantamax pokemon um until you know (laughs) five six hours have gone by and um and that's why i haven't finished the game you know is because there's just so much else for me to do besides just wanting to complete the main story you know which is crazy because of the fact that this game also doesn't have like contests or some other sort of weird extra mode you could do you know on top of right. on top of the other stuff, it just has more places and ways to catch Pokemon, you know. Uh, and I love that, like you can't walk two feet without seeing something pop out of the grass, you know. And there's just so many varieties, you know. And it's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's just like really great to just sort of kick back, walk through the wild area, you know. Look, there's a ride on this walk, no walk. You know no. what I mean? No, ride your bike. <laughs> Let's be honest, no one walks in the wild area. Um, the travel. Oh, wild area. did I did I ever even talk to you about how the thing that I was excited to talk to you about was the bike being the thing that you go yeah, into the like water with into your surf? Yeah, yeah, like that was really cool yeah, to me. Really cool, I liked that a lot too. It was like the small, the smallest thing, but it was just like really cool to me. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And now you know you don't have to get off your bike and hop <laughs> on the water and you get off. It's just a seamless thing. Yeah, yeah, it's seamless. Yeah, which is sort of like also goes to show how so much of like the design of the game is meant to feel open and seamless. Like, yeah, there are routes that are sectioned off from other places, you know, where there's going to be a loading screen to go through there, you know, but the amount of times you have to like go into your menu, you know, to do stuff like that is pretty small. Uh, the they they kept they tricked me because I didn't I didn't think when I started the game that you were gonna be able to access your Pokemon box out in the field because they didn't give you that ability right away, uh, but you can access your box out in the field again just like in Let's Go, which is just does wonders for you know the pacing of the game. Um, Absolutely like trips back every time, you know. So which also means that like like in Let's Go where I was I felt really encouraged to try new party combinations constantly, you know. In this game I have a constantly revolving. Let me try that one now. Yeah. Try this one. Me now, too. You know? um, and I know people complain about the fact that the experience shares on all the time, but I actually ended up liking that because of the fact that it helps me be able to do that. You know, I don't have to be like, well, I got to grind again to get this thing up to a good level because, you know, 
it's not going to get experience if I'm not using it a whole bunch. So the fact that everybody gets experience is actually very helpful, you know. So it seems like they had that idea in mind, you know, as part of the design. exactly. Um, One thing I'd like to say is that I disclosure is that there I do have one battle left and I don't know if it's the last battle mm -hmm. but it seems like it is which is why I haven't done it yet gotcha so there very well could be more but I there is a lot of post-game stuff after the elite four so this right. seem this seems like this is it you know but I'm not sure there's our time yeah, uh, we covered pretty we much everything. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really. Nice. We could do this. No. Yes. <laughs> we can't stay on task. Yeah. So that's what. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything else to say. I think you know. Uh, I know it was a controversial game. I honestly do believe though that in time people will come to see. We didn't even talk or... about raids or max raids either, but. Yeah, I mean, I know. mentioned how much I love trying yeah. to get Gigantamax Pokemon, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a game that I, that I think is going to, it's a really great foundation, you know, for whatever else they want to do next. Absolutely. And that's why it made my list. Okay. That's why it's number one on my list. <laughs> that might've been higher if I had, if I had uh, finished it, but I don't know. I like the two games. Um, so why don't you do COD, then I'll do Fire Emblem, then we can wrap up with Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Sure. I don't have much to say on, on COD, so you probably don't even need a timer. Okay, well, I'll still give you uh, two minutes. Okay. <laughs> Go. So, it, I really enjoy it just because it brings back all of the old maps. You know, there's there's maps from All COD 4, um, there's maps from Black Ops 2, there's a lot of familiar guns, lots of camos. Yes, you have to, you know, pay for some of them, but I don't do that. You know, a lot of them you can just earn through events, et cetera, playing games. Um, there's a ranking system that works really well um, in both Battle Royale and multiplayer. Another thing that I didn't even, I've never talked about with, with Codmold was that they just added zombies. Um, super fun. Um, I played a couple of games the other day as well, um, which they integrated that really well as well. Um, they made it not like infinite so in traditional zombies you would have the endless rounds uh this one you know you have a set place you have a few rounds and then you have a boss round and that's it and it gets progressively harder obviously um it makes it super easy to invite friends communicate with your teammates um the aiming everything's super smooth feels great it honestly looks really good for a phone game as well Mm -hmm. um and the battle royale there all the maps or all the locations are like previous maps it's just really good it's it's a lot of fun and it's something that you can really just pick up a game uh, or pick up your phone play a game and then you know go back to your day cool so you did it when the time you got oh 15 seconds I won't play I'm cutting it close. I won't, I won't play the sound that time. <laughs> the sound of defeat. No. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, Fire Emblem. Yes. Can I do two minutes or should I try to bump it up for a little bit? Let's do, let's do two minutes. Two minutes? Five, five, minutes is, five minutes is for the ones that we both did. Yeah. All right. I'll make it, I'll make it work. Okay. 
starting the timer. Beep. So Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay, so yeah, this was a game that I said was probably going to be my game of the year. Uh, I guess I could say the reason why it ended up not, not being, besides for the reasons why I will say that I liked Kingdom Hearts, was that by the end of the game, I felt like really overwhelmed by just how much of it there was. So, but still like the more that I thought about it afterwards, like it still stuck in my head as like a, an experience that I really enjoyed and just the moment to moment gameplay uh, is still just so fun. The, the strategy involved, um, you know, making your characters the way you want them to be. So you have like just sort of your perfect team, you know, and, and, and you can recruit from other houses, you know, so it all feels like even more personal. Uh, and I guess like that's part of the thing that really makes it stick with me is like previous Fire Emblem games. Yeah, there's a whole aspect of characters and the whole aspect of, you know, relationships in some of them. But this game really pushes, you know, to the limit, the idea of forming bonds with your characters and, you know, making them part of your story. Um, right. So... Uh, and the other thing was that, like, I only did one playthrough of the game. I know a ton of people that are like, you got to play all three houses in order to get the full story. I played through Golden Deer first and felt like that was my story. This was my version of this game. I got to the end and, you know, basically everybody that I wanted to have live, lived, which was everybody. <laughs> everybody, everybody I recruited lived. Um, you know, you beat the game and you find out, like, what happens in the epilogue, like, which characters end up, you know, getting married and stuff in the future. And it just, like, felt so, like ah, we did it guys. Like this was, this was, you know, our moment, we did it. And I, I didn't want to go back and like, you know, rewrite all that by trying to play one of the other houses. And I think that that speaks to, you know, the reason why it goes beyond just being like a really great strategy game and being a game that will stick in my head, you know, right on time. Nice. So yeah, maybe the I mean, I haven't played too many Fire Emblem games to really say it's the best, but I've heard other people say that, so <laughs> I won't disagree. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. All right, are you ready for? Yeah. <laughs> I know we're doing just five minutes now, but like that's sort of with the um, context that like we did an hour plus discussion of this game when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be so bad. Maybe nobody should be surprised. That's also, yeah, I mean... Yeah, we haven't rehearsed I, any of this, by the way, so whatever we're going to say is what we're going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we are not prepared. No, I'm just kidding. We talked about it. But. Um, so let's start the timer. I mean, I can start off with, with one quick note if you don't have your thoughts collected yet. Um, but I'll start you the could, timer. I mean, you could just... If if you want to go the whole time, feel free, man. Um, you're gonna hit every note that I want to hit, probably. Um, I would, I would, I would like you to jump in. I will. Thoughts, if, if I if I feel necessary, I definitely will. I'll start. Um, starting now. Okay, so Kingdom Hearts three. Now, <laughs> just like Pokemon, I know it was a controversial game. I know this is controversial too. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I put it on my list, I don't know if this is the same thing for you, Spence, but was the fact that I, I, I spent all year still thinking about this game after playing it, you know? Um, obviously, if you watched our hour-long discussion video or watched any bit of it, uh, we both really liked the game when it came out, but it was something that I never stopped wanting to go back to. Um, I did revisit it a couple of times. I did a little bit of speed running of the game, you know? And that's not a thing that I normally do. So the fact that 
just months after playing it, I was like, I want to keep doing that. I thought was really, was really big for me. Um, and I know it doesn't necessarily deliver on every single thing it tries to, but I think after the wait, it had enough of an emotional impact, you know, for me that when the credits rolled, I felt like I had gotten enough out of it, you know, for what it was trying to do. Um, and I know that there's going to be more coming, but like, I don't, I don't look at the DLC and be like, oh, this should have been in the game. You know, I'm more like, great. I want to go back to that world. Give me the DLC now, you know? Um, so that's sort of like my, I guess my emotional reaction to it. Obviously beyond that, um, I think it's just a really fun game to play. It's fun to, to move around that world. It's fun to be in that world. Uh, Kingdom Hearts combat still those worlds, those worlds, that universe, uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah, the combat is still just like a blast. Um, I really liked, I didn't think I was going to like keyblade changes, but when they like mentioned it was going to be a thing, but I actually ended up loving that. Uh, yeah, I did too. Cause you can like match your keyblade to the, you know, your style basically. Of combat. Exactly. Uh, you know, like I really like the monsters in keyblade, you know, because of the way that it evolves. I like the mirage one. Um, turn into the mirage staff or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool one too. You know, and there's different uses for each of them, you know, and I think it's really great. Um, and magic's a lot of fun in that game magic is kind of broken if you go with a pure magic build but you know that's beside the point um speed running shows that yeah speed running yeah that's how i learned that one um <laughs> and i know it's like dumb anime bullshit but like it's dumb anime bullshit that i like <laughs> and me too hey. and it just like makes me feel good makes me feel happy you know um and i think <laughs> that's, that's, a like, quote, that's the quote of 2020 yeah like it's just like well basically like yeah like like that's the kind of energy I want to bring. That's, I feel. Like, yeah, that's, I feel like any game that that is on this list should bring that kind of energy. You know, right. when the time, by the time you're done with that game, it you should feel that exact way. Right. Yeah. Well, I think Kingdom Hearts specifically is like that's what it strives to do. You know, like yeah, any game in general, I wanted to have that feeling if it's going to stick with me. You know, but like that's what Kingdom Hearts is about. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. And. I don't know how much time we have left, but <laughs> um, well, I mean, I could say a little bit. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, go for it. The, the fact that they brought in all new worlds was was super great, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the big, uh, big Hero Six, yeah. that world was great, you know, super fun. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like the frozen level. I actually kind of did. I'm not yeah, lie. I was surprised to find that people didn't. It, like it, it was that was surprisingly fun. Toy Story was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like that was one. That was one that was really memorable. You know, like, there's a lot of things that people complain about that I really loved in this game. And, like, the dumb little things, like being able to take a picture, take a selfie, you know, with Donald and Goofy. Yeah. Like, those things are cool. It's it's like little... Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for me, it's one of my favorite series. And having it come out, like, it's more than likely going to be one of my my tops every single time you know so yeah yeah i kind of feel like when i look back and think about like what was 2019 like in gaming for me you know even though it came out at the very beginning of the year like that it still sort of set the pace for what the rest of my year was like you know and set my feelings um like i finished the game and i didn't really want to touch anything else for a little while Kingdom hearts is the fastest the game that i've completed the quickest like i i beat this game as alex knows and like less than a week it was like three days it was like two days and like a half a night and i just 
I couldn't stop playing it when I was playing it. It was just so good. And now there's DLC coming in. I, I'm just I'm just mad that I have an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, because you got to wait a month, don't you? Yeah. Sorry. I won't, I won't spoil it. <laughs> don't. But yeah, again, it's like it's sort of like again a reflection of like why you know the list is a personal thing it's because like this is a very personal game to me. And ah, this is my last thought, so <laughs> it's, it's okay. Well, it's a personal game to us, right? Yeah, I, I didn't mean to like discount like you're also putting it on your list. Um, but like for as many things, this is my last thought, as many things as I've heard people like nitpick about the game, you know, the criticisms you can have some of them i also agree with some of them i think are valid you know but i can find just as many things that are little details that i really enjoy and that really sell the game experience for me you know uh and that's why i think it is something that really sticks with me and sticks in my head it makes me want to you know go back and keep playing right and why it'll be well i think all three of these games are something that i'll think about and maybe revisit at some point in the future you know like i said i don't really play replay much you know it's kind of hard to pokemon are kind of the only games that i go back to uh, after having finished them you know yeah so i guess i probably should have threw cod modern warfare and as an honorable mention because i did beat the campaign and it was really good well it's too late for that it's already i know it is (laughs) we did the list it's too late (laughs) it's okay so, Maybe next year, Call of Duty. Yeah. No, well, they, they're on my number three anyways, so whatever. Yeah, they still made your list in a different way. Uh, so that's 2019. Yes. Um, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Um, 2019 was also the year I quit social media. So <laughs> if uh, the fact that two of the games on my list were games that had a lot of social media controversy, and I was able to tune most of it out because I wasn't there. Um, sorry. <laughs> fight the power uh, yeah so those are our lists um, I hope that we were able to if not convince you that Kingdom Hearts is a good game at least let you understand why we think it's good uh, yes. but we would love to hear your top three your top ten however many games you think you're going to deserve a spot beyond 2019 <laughs> I want to hear them you know yeah. I want to hear them I want to know how many you think deserve a spot on your list yeah but that's going to be it for this one. Uh, we are going to do a discussion on 2020, what we think is coming in the future. Um, so look out for that. And absolutely, we'll be around. But um, that's it for this one. So if you liked the video, please like it. Um, drop us those comments. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, follow us on Twitter at BlayLoveG1. And also on Twitch at BlayLoveG1. Uh, until next time, I'm Alex. And I'm Spence. And that's it. Thanks, everybody. Peace out.